Hello and welcome to Three Things, a sporadic podcast about movies in which me, Julian and my friend Tom watch a film and tell each other three things we liked or didn't about it. We don't yet know what each other thought. Uh, this time we watched Atomic Blonde. It's an action thriller starring Charlize Theron and James McAvoy set in Berlin as the war comes down. It's still in cinemas in the UK. I chose this life and someday... It's going to get me killed. But not today. Lorraine Broughton, expert in intelligence collection and hand-to-hand combat. Agent Gascoigne was killed last night. Did you know him? Enough to say, though. Tom, I've got three facts about Atomic Blonde for you. That is good. That is on, that's on brand, and yeah. I'm interested to hear them. Okay, number one. It is based on a graphic novel called The Coldest City. It is. Um, have you read it? No, of course not. <laughs> but I know that it came out in 2012. Okay. Um, fact two. How are we saying her name? Charlize? Yes, yeah, Char- Charlize. Charlize. She trained with Keanu Reeves for five weeks, who was training for John Wick 2 at the same time. Cool, good fact. Yeah, and this is the director, how are we saying his name? David... <laughs> I think it's David Leitch. <laughs> David Leitch, this is his first film as a solo director. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they are all good facts. Yeah, great facts. So we're going to go through our three things now. I'm going to start. And my number one, I'm sort of bagsying it, you'll probably have it too, <laughs> is Charlie's Theron. <laughs> uh, is it a like or is it a dislike? It's a like, sorry, yeah, it's a like. It's a big old like. She is very good in this film. She's a badass. She's called Lorraine, which is hilarious, um, because the only Lorraines we know are Lorraine off Breakfast TV. It isn't a very badass name, is it? No, it's a horrible name. But um, she has clearly done her homework to make this film and the fights look great. She looks great and she's just great. I love her. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. I think a lot of people will probably think very similar. I didn't didn't actually have her. I did wonder about it. She she kind of almost made the list. I had a, um, I had a, a kind of related one. Um, but not quite the same. But yeah, I thought she was amazing. Um, I loved, uh, I loved her in um, uh, Mad Max: Fury Road. Yeah. Um, loved her in this. Loved that she's, you know, ridiculously beautiful. Um, but rather than going down the sort of rom-com leading actress uh, path, she's just gone. I'm just going to make really, really good, brutal action films, uh, and actually learn to do all the stuff I need to to. Um, to let them take long takes and film them properly and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and just turned herself into this complete badass action hero. So, um, yeah, I agreed. Uh, I also, um, this might sound weird if you've not seen the film. Um, I liked how beaten up she got and how they showed that a lot. Yeah. Um, and by that, I don't mean you repeatedly see people beating on her, but, um, you know, she goes through some pretty rough bits in the film and, um, and they'll frequently cut back to her having like an ice bath or something like that. Um, and she clearly wasn't worried about, um, I guess, showing vulnerability or something like that. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's Some, she's someone astonishing in it. Someone in the production of this film is clearly in love with her because there's about a hundred close-ups of her face. Yes, there um, are quite a few. The camera lingers all over her for the vast majority of the film. Yeah, whether um, she's kind of drinking or smoking or yeah, fighting or just yeah. generally being cool. Um, it didn't feel like when you say lingering over her. It didn't feel in a kind of um, pervy kind of way. No, just... I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it pervy, but it it's it knows what it's doing by. Yeah. Yeah, some. I mean, I noticed that she got a production credit on this film. So yes, I think she obviously she thinks quite highly of itself. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was quite heavily involved in getting it made, from what I heard. Mm. Um, a bit of a passion project for her, as I think it probably have to be to put yourself through what yeah. she did. Um, sometimes yeah. you can, when you watch films with this much fighting in them, you can sometimes you can tell that the mm-hmm. um, the fighting isn't isn't great. You know, you can tell. Oh, God, that, yeah, you can tell like, that the extras are throwing themselves around in an unnatural way. Yeah, um, but in this film, there's none of that. It's it's almost flawless. The um, the fighting. Yeah, I mean um, that seems like a decent segue into my first thing. Yeah, uh, which was very much alike. Uh, it's another obvious one. Um, it's the action. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, an obvious one, but oh boy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, there's maybe not as much action as you'd. Uh, like a lot of people are coming at this as the the female John Wick, and there's not as much action as you'd find in the likes of of those films. I think have you seen the first one of those, but not the second? Yeah. Um, but but the action that is in it is just exceptionally well staged. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it a bit more when spoilers are okay at the end. But um, yeah, there is a sequence that has been talked about a lot towards the end uh, that happens on a staircase. Yeah. And. As action scenes go, it's it's an all timer, right? I, I was going to say, yeah, jaw was on the floor throughout. It's an exceptional piece of filmmaking. It's um, uh, and yeah. like throughout the whole thing, like the action, like the action is so well staged, um, and incredibly well planned out. And and um, actually, I did a bit of research, and well, I read an interview a while back, and I can't remember if it was with the guy who directed this. Uh, or his mate who um, directed John Wick 2 and the two of them directed John Wick 1 together. Mm. Um, but they were talking about the value of knowing your locations uh, mm. when you're shooting an action sequence um, and knowing them in, in advance and having the time to do all the prep and how most modern action films, it's just the case of you turn up somewhere you've never been before, 48 hours later you're shooting an action sequence there and all you can do is kind of quick cut cameras and stuff like that because you haven't been able to plan it all out. Yeah. Um, but the difference it makes, they were talking about, uh, is kind of up on screen in this in terms of being able to stage an action sequence around the place it's going to be in, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and uh, same with like John Wick 2 is absolutely the same. Both John Wicks are absolutely the same. Um, but it just it makes, it makes such a difference and genuinely two or three of the best action sequences I've seen in a long time. Yeah. All in this film. It's going back to homework. The homework has been done on this film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, get, I think the one thing I would say though is um, not that we're reviewing this well before like early in the film's life cycle or what have you because it's been out for a while but if you've not seen the trailer yet but are thinking of going and seeing it um, don't. Especially the Red Band trailer they released because it shows good bits from pretty much every action sequence so you know what's coming <clears throat> yeah my, well my next one is alike and it sort of relates to the trailer because I'm going to mention something that is in the trailer so it's, I'm not classing it as a spoiler Fair enough. but um, I've tried to choose things that I don't think you would have chosen 
because on our last film we both chose the same three exactly things. Same things. <laughs> but my my second one is alike, and it is the use of objects um, in the film. There Wait, some... use of objects to cause damage to people. Yes, use of objects <laughs> in in the violence. So I don't have I don't have that. But um, that's no, a, I that's a great a um, great observation. She goes well. Uh, I, I was hoping that she was going to go the whole film without using a gun, which she, which doesn't happen. That's in the trailer. It's not a sport. No, and then what um, she does, I was quite glad she started using one. Yeah, but there's um in the trailer that especially there's a she takes out about five or six guys with a hose and nothing else, <laughs> yes. and it is so well done. And yeah, there's it, there's lots of other objects. I I, I don't want to spoil um what exactly they are, but um, can I, well, just I, inventive I mean, use of things and the I do was, was, I want to name one could I give you my on. favorite yeah <laughs> it's probably on my list it, it, won't, it, won't, it won't sound that impressive but I just I just liked it I think I know it is especially given the era oh, I, don't, I don't know it was a two hob ele- two ring yes. electric, electric that's hob. on my list I've got stove <laughs> um, yeah, yeah she does okay. a man of mischief with a cooker it's uh, <laughs> it's great she very much does, and there's um, there's some there's some keys, um, a ladder, is is just yep 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 stuff going into people. I a enjoyed lot. it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah like you don't you don't need guns. You know, there's plenty of other stuff to work with. Yeah, I can um, go with that. So that was a big old like from me okay. on that one. Um, I've got a second like that's related to the action, um, like yours is, but mine is a lot more boring. I'm afraid. Uh huh. It's going to sound very boring when I say it, and I'm not even sure you'll know. The what cinematographer. I mean, but... No. <laughs> no. Uh, the second thing that I really liked about the action, and I've called it by the most boring name I could, was the morality. Um, and there's a reason for that. Uh, so it's kind of related to um, the fact that it's a similar film to John John Wick, and mm-hmm. uh, I love action movies, and I love brutal, violent action movies, but I like enjoying them. Yeah. Um, and there's something that this does very differently from John John Wick. John Wick's a film where, like, it's set in a world where everyone's a hitman or a gangster. There's a hotel, especially for for hitmen, and and that's marvelous. <laughs> there quite, is, and quite yeah. exciting to see. And I like that. But where that leaves you is that, like, in the in both of them, but especially a, there's well a couple of bits I've got in mind for for one in each film. Um, you end up having sequences where the good guy, Keanu, will walk up to a bad guy in a street or in the middle of a crowd of people and just shoot them in the head mm. uh, and spray sort of like unprovoked. Well, they've done wrong to him previously in the film, but you know what? They're spraying blood and stuff all over the faces of innocent bystanders and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I don't really get it. I, I, one of the things that just seems to me to be the basics of an action film is make the bad people people I want to see die and make the good people people want i want to see killing them mm-hmm. and and take away most of the complexity of of worrying about whether it's right or wrong or any of that kind of stuff um unless you want to get into something more complex um so anyway i i like that about this i like that when she's fighting the bad guys she's often backed into a corner and they get it and they get it hard but then when she's getting chased by cops um she knocks them about a bit with a hose like you've said um, and then they just sort of limp away, and I like that. Uh, I think it makes the action a lot more fun to watch, and it doesn't feel like watching mass shooting the movie, which um, yeah, which John Wick one and two occasionally. You, you do like there like. to be a reason for someone to get killed horribly? Yeah, yeah. If if I'm meant to be egging on the uh, the horrible killing, because um, mm. action is all like action. It, it, a lot of good action films are all about like they're building up suspense or tension or all of that kind of stuff, and then mm-hmm. the satisfaction comes from the relief of that suspense or tension or all that kind of stuff and yeah uh, and you want that to be a, a 
punch the air moment, not a, oh, did he really deserve that moment? Um, so anyway, that's the, I guess that's the the lefty libtard version of watching an action film. But, um, <laughs> I was not triggered by Atomic Blonde and I enjoyed that. That's good. I didn't, I didn't want this to be a six-like film, um, which I don't think it should be. So my third one is a dislike. Okay. I'm, I've got a feeling you'll probably go three likes, but um, my third one is the plot. It's just, <laughs> it's a very simple story. That, I mean, I'm not I mean, spoiling anything here. There's a list of spies that goes missing. It's the, one of the most common storylines in this sort of film. Yeah. And it's a very simple story and it should be simple and it should be told in a simple way. But this film just does not manage to do that. <laughs> it has very little interest in doing that. Yeah, no. I... There's like there's too. a there's an object. Someone wants some people want an object. Several different people want that object. You know, just just make it simple. But it just halfway through the film, it all starts to entwine, and the storyline just comes off the rails. Yes. So like, it never to me got to the point where it stopped me enjoying the film. No, no, absolutely not. I really enjoyed um, this film, but. It, but it, I, it, it, it cocked that bit up, basically. Yeah, it could definitely quite have a big been... part of the film. Yeah, it could have definitely been like 15, 15 minutes or so shorter, I think, um, with some of that complexity taken out. I think the thing was that I didn't... Like, part of it, because bringing preconceptions to it, I thought I was going to see the, the female John Wick. So I, I wasn't really looking out for the story or expecting much of the story. Hmm. And it was only right towards the end where I realised... Um, that it actually wanted to be sort of a spy thriller rather than an action movie. Um, and I'd sort of, I'd watched it as an action movie that was just sort of reasonably densely and slightly slowly plotted. Mm. Um, but yes, it definitely wants to be something that it doesn't manage to be no. um, or doesn't manage to do particularly well. I would 100% agree with that. Mm. Okay, good. What's but, the third? My third is alike because yeah. I love this film. I came out of this film absolutely buzzing in a way that I haven't since. You came out of this well, film and you stabbed three people in the face with your keys. <laughs> um, it, it is another. It's another obvious one, um, and it's the one that I could think I could imagine some people saying they didn't like. Uh, but I like the style of it. So when you took the piss and said the uh, cinematography, uh, yes, basically that is my third like. Um, but about more than that. So the way it looked, the way it sounded. Mm. Um, the soundtrack is kind of, it's a little bit overdone. It's like a great yeah. hits of the of the 80s. And there, there's a... The music really a, works. It does really yeah, work. Yeah, it does. But it? it's like the music's coming on, right? Someone's getting beaten up. And it yeah. got a bit overdone towards the end. Well, of the there were plenty of times when the music came on when no one got beaten up. Music comes on like every five minutes, basically. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Um, Some good songs in it. But I enjoyed that, yeah. And I've listened to the Spotify playlist of it uh, a fair yeah, amount me, since, yeah, me too. since I got out of it. Um, there are... Um, some very good songs in this film. Anyway, mm. uh, and yeah, and also, yeah, it looks insanely good. Um, and often you'll see a film like this where all the scenes are really stylized and they're framed really um, deliberately and lit and colored really deliberately and everything has gone into making them look amazing. And this is one of those films. Like mm. you, you frequently look at a shot and you're like, oh my God, that, that looks incredible. Her hotel room is... Is just yeah, yeah, a neon yeah. wonder, a wonder place. I mean, you, you would struggle to get to sleep in there, but um, <laughs> but yes, yeah. it was uh, it was pretty nice, wasn't it? But the other thing that I liked about it was, despite doing all that, it didn't actually feel like a film that took place in a fake 
in a fake place. So often when people do that overly stylized kind of thing, you just end up with, you know, shots with nobody else in the background of them because they'll ruin them and, and that kind of thing. And this felt like it took place in the real world. Um, and as a result, kind of, I don't know, felt more, felt less artificial. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Um, it, feel, it sort of felt real and alive and... Um, despite being overly stylized as well, I just loved looking at and listening to the film. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go. That's that's five likes and one dislike, isn't it? That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. And the and the reason the reason I wanted to give it give it three was absolutely there are flaws with it, but it was one of the best times I've had in the cinema in a long, long time. Um, and the problems with it, while it definitely has some, didn't detract from it enough to make me um, not think it was worth all three. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I. I concur. Sweet. Let's um. Let's pour ourselves a glass of spoilers. <laughs> what are we drinking today? Well, this week, there's <laughs> another pronunciation <laughs> issue. We, as um, as Charlie's drinks in the film almost exclusively, we are having a glass of Stolly. I'm going to call it Stolly. Yeah, definitely Stolly over ice. Yeah. Um, so now I I hate vodka. Yeah, me too. I absolutely we have, hate vodka. We have to down it like she does. No, she, uh, she she always pours it over ice in the film, yeah. and almost always drinks it immediately. Yes. <laughs> so it gets none of the benefit of having sat in ice. So I, I'm going to swirl my round a bit. But you were kind enough to send me a little uh, fifty milliliter miniature of this. Yes, I've got one too. Can you Amazon Prime miniatures of Stolly these days? Yes, I did that. Um, the time to be alive. Downing it is the only way to get... Oh, it's quite a big measure. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she drinks it all the way through the film and she just walks into a place and she's like, oh, I'll have a stolly with ice. And you're like... Yeah, so we're, we're spoilers now. So the whole film, I'm thinking she's a Russian spy because she drinks Russian vodka. Um, I think you were meant to. I'm stupid enough to have not picked up on that. Um, I think I just thought they were doing it because they thought it looked cool I mean I didn't think that because she was smoking cigarettes all the time that she was an American cowboy <laughs> I don't know I don't no, know that, I, mean, I don't know that association is as, as a, strong, British, yes. a British um, yes. a British MI5 or MI6 agent wouldn't in the ty- late, typically drink late vodka. 80s yes. yeah. uh, no, are I we downing yeah. this let's do it no, um, no I, I think I want to see if I can if I I mean I haven't been beaten up um, see if you can enjoy it yeah okay I'll sip it hang on I don't hate it it's quite nice mmm I was expecting not to like it at all but it's... yeah me too it's got I think one of the things I hate about it is that you usually mix it with something mm. and often it's mixed with Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola is the most delicious thing in the world and I don't want it to taste of anything but Coca-Cola <laughs> Um, right, I'm, but yeah, I'm going to neck some of this now. Right, let's go on to spoilers. That's kind of all right. So, um, so now we're loosened up. We can um, loosey goosey. We, we can talk about things that. Uh... So immediately, I want to talk about the the turtleneck fight, which comes shortly after the hose the hose scene. Yes, she okay. escapes the building and she looks directly into the camera and yeah. rolls up the neck of her turtleneck. I didn't understand that. Her face. And I, as soon as I saw that, I thought, oh right, okay, well that's how. The stunt double thing works. You know, she's going to kick some ass, and yeah. it's easy to put a stunt double in. So yeah. these two guys come up to her. She kicks the living shit out of both of them in an amazing <laughs> way. There's yeah. no, there's absolutely no cutaway. 
No. And she looks back at the camera and rolls back down the turtleneck and it's her face. And it was just amazing, I thought. So did you think that that's why they did that? It, it was a nod to say, it was for you to think, right, you know, this isn't her doing this. And then for you to think, and then to show you it was her the whole time. I mean, that seemed like a, a slightly odd thing to do. But um, I suppose it now at least makes sense of it in some way. I, She's looking right down the camera when she does it. Yeah, I, I wondered why they did that. I um, the One of the bits in it, because once we're talking spoiler reaction, so obviously that is just after the the hose fight, which is in the trailer. Yeah. Um, the shot where she jumps out of the window and swings on that hose. Mm. There's, I don't know, there's something about it. I think the way it was shot, like low and looking up, um, and they had the camera on some kind of dolly or whatever, and so it's moving at the same time and captures the whole thing. And it just, there was a little bit where I, like, I felt myself coming out of my seat as she uh, <laughs> as she jumped out of that window. Just like, I can imagine, yeah. Oh, my God. Um yeah, but um, no, I, I did wonder about the turtleneck. I had made a note to ask if you knew what the hell she did that. I still don't think it makes sense in the context of the film. I mean, but, um, it, but it was just like a, you know, it was her little, an example of just how much she trained and how well yeah. she was doing to, in this role, I think. Yeah. Um, um, is there another example in this film of that? <laughs> well, I think... Should we just go to the the mm. the staircase scene as we're mm. calling it? Yes, let's. It, it is one of the most extraordinary action scenes I've seen in many a year. Yes. So um, if anyone is is not is has not watched this, has decided to listen to this bit, God knows why. But um, uh, there's a scene that I would say is probably about eight or nine minutes long, at least. Yeah. Um, which uh, starts with her out in the street escorting a guy. Um, they're being shot at by a sniper so she decides to go into the building and take them out um, and in one unbroken as it appears to you uh, shot she goes into a lift goes all the way up um, the building and then fights her way down the stairs after taking the dudes out mm. uh, and the fight carries on out into the street I am sure there are some hidden cuts in it there's uh, over four, there's over 40 cuts in that scene are there? yeah okay um, but you, you cannot see them at all there were, there were. I would say there were maybe five, roughly, bits where I thought, okay, there was definitely one there. Somebody comes too close <clears> to the camera or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's one where they walk out of the building and there's a, a tight and, and, close-up. Yeah, that, on, that's on an obvious one. Yeah, um, that was the only one I I really noticed. No, because um, after the, a few after a few minutes, I I clocked that it was one take. So I, you know, that, from then on, I'm thinking right. Oh my god, they're not cutting away. Oh my god, <laughs> and she's getting beaten up, and her face is getting bloody, and she's getting bruised, and yeah, you know, her face is changing. And I just thought, how the hell are they doing this? So I had to look it up, obviously, when I got home. Yeah, genuinely um, astonishing. I I haven't. So I've got to say, I mean, if you've not seen it, um, there are some sequences towards the end of John Wick Two that are not amazing in the same way. There's a sequence in in a room with loads of mirrors in it where I was just like, I don't. What, where's the camera? How's this? Uh, eh, how's that working? And that impressed me, but mm. nothing close to um, to that sequence. So um, yeah, it's the it's the reason to watch this film if you have no other interest in it. Um, I would say, and mm. I thought it was phenomenal. I also I, I loved how tired they were by the end of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because really you often good. don't see that in uh, in films like this, like people just just kick ass constantly and then sort of walk out smiling. Whereas in this, they they probably go through it and they're struggling to stand up by the end and all that kind of stuff. And mm. um, yeah, phenomenal. Just just ah. um, they had it. they 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 gave the camera to a stuntman, I think, because they worked out that it would be quicker 
to teach the stuntman to to use the camera than it would oh, a cameraman really? bit to to get out of the way and all that stuff. So. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's and it was the fact. smallest, the smallest camera they could find. They used some red thing, I think. Yeah, because it's. I mean, there were some like even regardless yeah. of the of the lack of cuts, there are there are bits where they're just on a like a landing that is you mm. know, wide enough for two people to walk around, mm. and there's there's two or three people fighting pretty hard, mm. um, hiding the fact from the camera that they're not actually hitting each other. Um, although I wonder in some cases if they actually were. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, just like a cameraman walking around it, or yeah, um, amazing. Um, we haven't really mentioned anyone else in the film other than Charlize. No. Um, it's got James McAvoy in it. He has. He's dressed like Tyler Durden for some reason for the whole film. Yeah, he does. He is basically a little sort of Tyler Durden ripoff in it. I didn't. I didn't like his. I fucking love Berlin speech he'd made towards the end of it. That was a bit weird, but yeah, that was a little bit weird. Um, um, and there's. I kind of liked him in there it. There is another female um, role in the film. Which was good. And, <laughs> Did and you she, enjoy that female role? Well, I was thinking more of the what's that the test called? Be, the Bechdel test or the Bechdel yes. test? I always think about yes. that. I don't know why. Yeah, um, well, um, but, but it does that. pass. Yeah, she leses it up for no, yeah, no particular reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I like I, that was the thing that I, without spoilers, I would have almost put as a like. Is that <laughs> in, the, the les scene in films like this, usually if somebody has any kind of um, same-sex relationship. It's done as a. I'm pretending this to extract some information. Yeah, and then, I like that. It was. It seemed genuine, didn't it? And then I'm back to, and it like the the relationship continues for the rest of the film. Yeah, right? after, and she did. She did seem to care as well. Which was, after that scene, I like so that. yeah, um, that's a genuine either bisexual or gay lead role in a major action film, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I uh, yeah, so I like that. I think there's a, there's a slight um, caveat to that in the the way that that character then uh, dies later in the film um, is that she's um, suffocated or strangled while she's basically just wearing underwear. Yeah, yeah and I thought I don't, <clears throat> given the people around, like and how have, I don't know, you, you just thought somebody might have thought a little bit better of that. Yeah, um, and it's treated as a, like a serious thing that happens in the film, and the aftermath is handled well and lingers on it, and it's it's a sad moment and all that kind of stuff. But I just thought that seemed a little bit adolescent. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. But I was fine with it. Um, <laughs> if you've got a smoking fetish, this film is for you. Yes, because yes. there must be twenty massive close-ups of her smoking bags. Mm. Um, and it, I don't made know me, why. it made me want a fag. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I came out of it thinking, I quite like a cigarette, and I quite yeah. like some vodka. Vod- and yes, yes. Now I've got the vodka. I noticed you did an Amazon Prime me a 20 deck of embassies. <laughs> I should have, shouldn't I? No. no. Um, but yes, uh, those were notable things. Um, the only other thing I, I thought of, spoiler-wise, was yes, to talk about the plot, but I don't think I could talk about it in any more of a way than we already have, because... no. Isn't it's a very simple plot, isn't it? But I couldn't. People need to stop writing down lists of spies. That's for sure. (laughs) Just someone just memorise them all. Remember it. Yeah. Just stop writing them down and keeping them all together. It's a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. And I quite like. It was clearly going for something about the idea that. Yeah, I guess it's a a hoary old cliche, but that once you've been doing it for so long, then everybody's on every side somehow or something. Um, 
I don't yeah. know. There could have been something interesting in that, at least with James McAvoy's character, but there wasn't really. Luckily, though, um, after all the double crosses and triple crosses and all that kind of stuff, there's then a sweet shootout in a hotel room. Oh, that yeah. That's in the trailer as well. Loved. What's that scene doing in the trailer? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that was a, a very cool end to the film. It was. Um, I thought. I, I just. I genuinely thought that after, like, it definitely has a sag in the middle. It's got a problem mm. um, plot-wise, um, and then I knew that the staircase bit was coming, and I thought, well, it, that'll bring it back up to um, it, 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 exciting times, I guess. Um, but I thought that after that, it didn't really let up. I thought I was. It, that pulled me properly back into it, and. I thought the last half hour of it was just really, really good. I, the, the plot, yes, by then was stupidly convoluted, but it got on with resolving it. Um, mm. And I think that's why I walked out of it having enjoyed it quite so much. Because mm. uh, despite a shonky plot, it all came together for um, a really, really good ending, I thought. Mm. Yeah. Um, I I haven't got anything else to say about it, really. No. no. <clears throat> so we like it in conclusion. Yeah. Go really, and watch really it. really like it. Watch it. It's uh, well worth your time and money. I would like to mention the price of popcorn at my local cinema. <laughs> <clears throat> I had three pounds in my pocket, cash, oh, right? And I thought, and you thought oh, you might get some popcorn with that? No, I thought I'd get a small popcorn. That can't be more than three quid. I went up to the counter. How much do you reckon? Well, you probably know. I don't four, know. Four, four pounds po- ten yeah, four for yeah. a small popcorn. I was yeah, horrified, you're, absolutely you're horrified. Because <laughs> normally when you buy these things, it's just like I'll have you know. Two two popcorns and three drinks, and you just pay for it. But because I just but wanted also, one item, yeah, I mean, and I only had three pounds. You can't possibly. So you were going to buy a popcorn, a salted mm-hmm. popcorn. Um, I was going to go sweet, but I do okay. like. Yeah. All right. Even then, are you going to do that and not have a drink, and then sit there for two hours? Yeah, I was. Yeah. That would have upset me de- deeply. Um, I don't... I mean, so I I, then I looked around and I thought, well, what else can I buy for £3? There was nothing for sale at that concession stand for under £3. <laughs> not, not even a, one of those, not, li- not one those little thing. things where you get like a cardboard tray that's got a, like a little <laughs> scoop of popcorn and the kid's drinking it. Oh, I don't know what that is. I didn't look into that. I thought I'll get that's a bag of thing. M&Ms. No, they were £3.25. Yeah, of course they were. So, yeah, I was disgusted. Okay. End of rant. Right. Um, well then, Grandad. Yeah. What's our next film, Tom? <laughs> um, well, I think we were next going to discuss the Netflix original Okja, which I uh, just yes. watched. Ah, you've watched it. Okay, I'm. I will watch it then. Um, yeah, I think that would be the next one on the list. Okay, well we'll watch that and we'll discuss that next time. Um, we need to talk about Twitter. Um, we are on Twitter. We are Three Things Podcast. That's three, the number things podcast. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher as of today. Um, I'm not quite I've sure. I've never heard of Stitcher. I'm not quite sure what that is, but a lot of people use it. We're not on Google Play because you have to be in America for that. Do apparently. you? Yeah, so I've read. Okay. But iTunes is probably all you need. And what about Spotify? We won't be on Spotify because podcasts on Spotify are hand-picked. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think that means we will be on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, okay. We'll be on Spotify. Okay. Okay. Other, other services to follow. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice to see you. To see you nice. <laughs>